0: petersfield's shine radio
1: hello i'm claire venice
0: and i'm joff lacey
1: we're back on a deer farm
0: and celebrating a special day in this week's people
2: if you love petersfield i
0: love the square the
2: hangers the
3: open air swimming pool
2: lots of fun shops then the Peapod loves you
3: it's just a nice town
2: everything petersfield is in the Peapod with claire venice and joff lacey
0: Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. We're back at Sky Park Farm as they celebrate their first birthday.
1: We'll find out how Sky Park Farm has changed over the last year, discover the educational side of the farm and meet a busy young farm ranger. John
0: Walker from the Peaceful Post is back with your up-to-date peaceful
1: news and Susie's wild walk comes from a writing cabin. We end the Peapod with music from Alice Milburn and her song Dreaming.
2: The P stands
1: for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The P-Pod.
0: Hello, Claire. How are you?
1: Hi, Geoff. I'm good, thanks.
0: How are you feeling? Missed you last week. Noni did a cracking job, I must say. She was brilliant.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. How are you feeling? I'm much better, thank you. I had a brush with the Covid.
0: Did you? I did. The big big Covid? Yep. And how has it knocked you?
1: It did knock me. Yeah. I still feel a bit tired. a frog in my throat. Um, but oh. I'm much, much better, thanks, Geoff. Yeah, so, you look uh, it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. And we're here back at the deer farm, Geoff. How yes, are you feeling you think- about this? Well, uh,
0: all right, actually. Because as I say, last year when we came, uh, before they opened, it had only been a few months since my brush was disaster. But now we're another year down the line. And it's looking... Fantastic! From the, that humble beginning last year, where they they were still doing the car park and that type of thing, it's it's, it's fantastic.
1: That's right. They were putting the tarmac down, weren't they, when we arrived yes. this time last year? So um, yeah, I was hoping that we might see some baby deer in the field, Joff. But right. I think there is there's another question. What is a baby we, deer called?
0: This is a huge question that has been bugging me for ages. <laughs> what are baby deer called? I thought, having watched Bambi all those years ago, they're known as fawn. But, we're hearing it could be calves.
1: Well, here they do mention, they do mention them and mm. they say they're calves, don't they? So. Big question, we'll big have to question. find out. Big question, we'll
0: have to find out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I believe there are some calves being born on the farm, possibly some as we speak. Wow. It's that time of year.
0: Looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we'll have a little wander around. Have you visited?
1: I have. Yes, I have. I've been here a couple of times. I've been to the farm shop and, and had a coffee in the restaurant. It's very nice. nice. Very nice. Lots of stuff going on here. There's, um, They've got bees as well, so they're hoping to oh, have we their love own bees. Sky Park Claire. Farm honey later this season. Wow. Yes, it's nice. Nice I place. I've got to say,
0: so there's going to be a lot of hubbub in the background during this recording because we are at their first anniversary party, so to speak, open yeah, morning. that's right. And... Um, there's lots of people here, we've got games, there's face painting, hook-a-duck, there's even frog
1: in a bog. Not sure what that has to do with
4: the deer farm, no. but there we go, <laughs> find out. <laughs>
0: there we go.
1: <laughs> Maybe have a go later. So Claire, this
0: we're, see, we are recording here at Sky Park, what, but what's also going on while we're recording?
1: So we're also doing a live broadcast. Shine Radio will be having a live broadcast here this afternoon. It's the second one, the second live broadcast yes. that Shine's done. And um, there'll be more coming up this year, I think. I
0: think so. Looking forward to that.
1: So Noni's going to be here. Stephen's here. Yes. Joe's here. And we're, we're, to we're, of people. We're
0: underneath our brand new gazebo. Still as bright green as when we first used it. Yeah, you can't Back miss Back in Christmas, it. wasn't it? You
1: can't miss it. Yes, it was. It was. And actually, it's, it's going to be put to good use this year. I think the next time we'll be at the Platinum Jubilee celebrations on the Avenue. At
0: the Avenue. Yes, we'll be there. But I think we're going to be recording a pea pod once again there. So if you'd like to come and visit us, be part of the peapod, do come along.
1: Yeah, we'll be there in the morning on Saturday, June the 4th at the Avenue. And I believe we're going to be in 1950s clothes, Joff.
0: Are we? I believe so. I haven't got any 1950s. Okay, you've what, got
1: time. what did they wear? That's a good, good,
0: good topic of conversation, Claire. What would I have worn as a 50-year-old in the 50s?
1: A 50-year-old in the 50s. Yeah, I'm not sure. If you do, see, didn't... I know girls have nice dresses, don't they? Have lovely, lovely dresses. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could find one of those. <laughs> so, if
0: anyone knows what I should be wearing on June the 4th, please do get in touch.
1: <laughs> So, I was going to ask you, Geoff, I yes. missed your audition. You you said you had an audition for yeah, last Players. Week, yes. Have you heard any news? No
0: news, no. It's um, it's a huge production, lots of parts. Just got to get the right people in the right part. So, hopefully, going to hear very soon.
1: Big competition, then. Big competition, yes. Ooh, uh, but I did
0: go and see Made in Dagenham this week. Um, Petersfield Theatre Group's production of Made in Dagenham, musical. Very good, actually. Enjoyed it.
1: Oh great! Um, oh, well, I'm going to go see the Spirit of Music Festival tonight. Oh, are you? Yeah, there's tonight on on Saturday evening. There, um, actually, it's the last weekend of the Spirit of Music Festival. There's a concert tonight by uh, Unicorn Frequency, which Ooh. sounds quite fun. Actually, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a birthday celebration. My birthday was last week, so I'm going to. Your to birthday enjoy a last bit of that. week,
0: Claire. Is that why you didn't want to um, be part of the Peapod last week? No, you were too busy celebrating. Just saying, you were ill it wasn't a special one, but luckily, I was feeling better for it every birthday special care and are you are you closer to me now how, how old?
1: A little bit, I, I? little bit closer. <laughs> you
0: can't ask closer. a lady her age. Oh. <laughs> but, are Not I, quite are quite you a lady?
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, moving swiftly on, <laughs> we. we would love to hear from you. If you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please get in touch. We're on 01730 555 500 for a call or a WhatsApp, or you can always email us at team at shineradio.uk.
0: Coming up, Sky Park Farms owners Pierce and Victoria Noonan give an update on what's going on down on the farm.
1: But first, here's Joff with John Walker and the latest roundup of Petersphere News.
0: Hello, John. How are you? Very well, Joff. Lovely to see you. Yes, and we're meeting at your place of work. How's the
5: stories coming along this week, John? Yeah, they're coming along so, so, thank you, Joff. I think you're overdoing it, over egging it a little bit when you say my place of work, because it's actually my front room. But there we go. (laughs) Never mind. So John, what's grabbed you in the Petersphere over the last week or so? Well, I think there's, uh, there's been a few things, but I think the thing that stands out is gonna be the discussions that are now starting or have just started on um, Penn's Place becoming a sports hub. When the council leave the offices down there, uh, the council are due, East Hampshire District Council are due to go to a new building in Bedford Road in September and then the offices down there will become empty um, as of yet we don't know where the police who are in the offices down there as well we don't know yet where they're going but effectively Penn's place will be empty and uh, speaking to the council leader Richard Millard on Friday and he said we've actively started talking to people about um, the whole of that area becoming a sports hub which could include um, making the uh, Taro Sports Centre bigger, bringing in the um, Town Juniors Football Club, bringing in the uh, Petersfield Cricket Club and any other clubs, sports clubs who want to get involved. Obviously the rugby clubs, they're already down there. And it will just become a, a sports hub with a bigger sports centre, probably. Which is actually quite a bold move, I would say. I think so, yeah. I mean, it, it has been talked about and is in the Petersfield neighbourhood plan as a, but it was, in the neighbourhood plan, it was like on the wish list. You know, if everything, if somebody had, you know, we could. But uh, the the, the uh, East Hampshire District Council have obviously decided that that's what they want to do or would like to do down there. They've spoken to the people who run the um, Taro Leisure Centre to see whether they would um, be interested in coming on board, and they've said they will be or would be very interested, so... You know, you're halfway there, perhaps, with the the people who run the Leisure, uh, the Taro Leisure Centre, saying, "Yeah, we'd be happily expand it, make it bigger." And uh, I think it'd be a, a fantastic thing for the town, and it would stop development down there. Oh, and of course, Churches College have got a couple of rugby pitches down there, and I think they're well, they're talking to them. The council said, or they're they're about to. And there has been a lot of talk about it in the past, but nobody's actually grabbed it by the scruff of the neck and done it. So who knows? And what else has caught your eye? Yes, um, yeah, a former town councillor and twice mayor of Petersfield, uh, Ken Hick, died, uh, unfortunately, about 10 days ago. And um, yeah, he's written books about Petersfield. He was very involved in the museum. He was very involved in the early days of the museum. I have to say not latterly so much, but certainly in the early days of the museum, he was very involved. He was very involved with the amateur dramatic groups, I believe, and he'd lived in Petersfield all his life, uh, him and his wife, Jean, or the best part of his life anyway. And um, yeah, he was a real Petersfield person. Uh, sometimes he let his enthusiasm just run away with him a bit, shall we say, it was a bit controversial. But equally, his his heart was completely Petersfield and um, he was part and parcel of the running of the fabric of the town for years as a councillor, right back to the what was the Urban District Council, which was 1980-something, when it became East Hampshire District Council. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, the passing of one more of what you might call the Old Guard of Petersfield. And how are your plans for the Platinum Jubilee coming along? Well, I guess I'll be working over the four days. There's going to be a lot of street parties to go to. I've been invited to Beacon Lighting on the top of Butts Hill. I'm going to go to that. There's something at Catherington I'm going to go to. There's street parties in Petersfield I'm going to go to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it would be great. Uh, it was, I think it caught quite a few people on the hop that it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, well, I assumed or thought it was going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But there we are. And what have you got to finish with, John? Well, a couple of age-related things, actually. (laughs) Now I'm uh, past 60, I'm uh, having a look at things like the uh, dementia walking football, which sounds like quite good fun. I haven't got dementia, but I can always pretend, I suppose. (laughs) And um, Age Concern are doing Let's Move to Music for people over 60, which I think is going to be great. (laughs) So if you want to see me doing my John Travolta impersonation, rock up at the... uh, Age Concern Centre in Petersfield.
0: Put that in your diary, listeners. John, thank you very much, and I'll see you very soon.
5: Yeah, see you later, mate.
0: The Petersfield Post is out every Wednesday and now costs around pound, worth every single penny. So do pick one up with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version.
2: The P stands for Petersfield. It's
3: a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The P-Pod.
1: Sky Park Farm is situated close to one of the original Harting deer parks, some of which date back to around 800 years. This working deer farm aims to revive the ancient tradition of red deer in this area.
0: We first came to Sky Park Farm just over a year ago, prior to the farm opening to the public, and we're delighted to come back on their first birthday. Owners Piers and Victoria Noonan join us now. Congratulations on your first anniversary. How's it gone?
2: thank you thank you um welcome welcome back to the farm it's really lovely to have you both back here um and the weather is so much better today than it was a year ago so we're all really happy
6: very 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 nice to meet you thanks very much for coming to join us here today thank you
1: well congratulations it's lovely to be back here and as we said on such a gorgeous day what a wonderful day to be celebrating updates on the farm What's happened in the last year?
6: Right. Well, where do we start, really? Um, so, when did you last came here? Was it, it was a year ago? So we did
1: come here in the winter time when the um, farm shop and the restaurant had just uh, the, opened.
6: Uh, right. So that, that had just opened. Um, so since then, we've uh, we've added new attractions over in the uh, adventure player, and we're, we're working on a few more. Uh, we've had thousands and thousands of people through our doors here. And we're always amazed at how many people turn up here who've, uh, who've never been here before. Um, so new people coming all the time, and yeah, it's all going very well so far, thank you.
0: And what would you say is the biggest highlight of the last 12 months?
2: Oh, I think there's quite a few, but I think for me it's been seeing our team evolve and growing. Um, we've got lots of different departments now, and people with their expertise that I just love to go and chat to and learn from Um, so we're becoming a bigger community a bigger family here and that's really exciting Um, and everyone seems to be really local you forget about the talent that we have locally it's just it's fantastic.
1: So when the idea first took hold to put a deer park here on the land that historically has always had deer on when did that when did that idea start?
6: Um, If we went right back it would be when Uh, Dominic Strutt who's our farm manager here um, when he was working for us over at the house and we live very very close to here um, and Victoria and I have always had an interest in the outdoors and in farming Um, he had a passion for deer which he then discussed with us and it kind of caught on with us very much Uh, I'm very very interested in history, I was very interested in the history of the area and started looking at the history of the area and started to understand that Harting was famous or prolific um, when it came to having deer parks um, and thought wouldn't it be an amazing thing to reintroduce that onto the land here and then um, th- this farm came up for sale, uh, we bought the farm and with amazing, talented, clever people we've been able to pull off what we've got here today.
0: Now have you exceeded your expectations for your first year?
6: Uh We have exceeded our expectations and we're constantly um, surprised uh, at how things just evolve and move on. Uh, I don't think we ever really had an end game, and I don't even think we necessarily have an end game now. Um, I think, how would I put it, without sounding too flippant, we are making it up as we go along.
2: (laughs) We're growing organically.
1: Well, with the add-on of the farm shop and the restaurant, that's really brought the farm into its own, I think, with the aspects of sustainability and the educational side around the deer and bringing the deer into the farm shop and the restaurant. Is that something that you always wanted to do from the start?
2: Yes, I think so. I think what what has been great is the trying to keep zero waste down and working really hard um, with that. So we're in our farm shop, nothing goes to waste. If anything is going over or turning, it goes straight into our kitchens and they make it into a delicious soup or quiche or ready meal. And that's really exciting, seeing that process happen and evolve as the kitchen team is growing. But, yeah, it's exciting to watch it evolve, actually.
6: And it's been, it's been very interesting to see as well people's reactions to coming along, seeing our beautiful deer here in the field feeding them, and then going into the butchery and being able to buy venison and bring it home and actually eat it. Um, And it was a, um, it was something that went through our minds when we first started here, as to how people would react to that. And in actual fact, people really, really like it. And they've really kind of bought into the idea. And I think um, the idea of knowing where your food comes from and the fact that it doesn't, the, the food miles are basically zero here. Um, has really caught on, captured people's imaginations, so yeah, it's been, been great.
0: And are you getting a lot of returning visitors?
6: We certainly are, yeah, and we can see that in our memberships as well, which go up all the time, so um, we have a membership here for families and Yeah, we're getting busier and busier with regulars.
2: And the regular faces that come in, you know, we have the the, the couple that always come in on their tandem or the couple that are always in on the Wednesday or the Friday for a particular dish or a coffee and a pastry. It is really nice, the community that's now starting to naturally form. So what does the membership actually involve here?
6: So um, it, it gives you access to the park itself. Um, and to be able to come and enjoy the park whenever you want. To be able to come and enjoy it, um, and also then we have special promotions from time to time, um, which priority is given to the members because obviously we have a limited capacity on anything that we do here, and so the members will, will always always get always get the priority on those things, and they get mail mail shots etc. Um, yeah, and it's it's got very popular. It's also very interesting as well how far people will come to come here. I mean, we've had people coming literally from all over the country to come here. Um, And people who are coming here because they are passionate and very interested in deer. And it's probably worth saying that that's really where we want to take Sky Park Farm, is to be the centre of excellence for deer in this country. And I think that's something we can we're well on the way to doing and we can achieve that so the educational side of deer and the different species of deer um, is very important to us and being able to convey that not just to people who know nothing about deer and most of the people come here and their starting point is zero they think they're coming here to see reindeer many of them and then discover that that they're not Um, and um, but also to be able to teach them that deer, but also to be able to, to be able to teach people who know a lot about deer and make this the hub the place to come to and we already host things for the british deer farms and parks association and the british deer society so these are national societies um, and they come here for conferences etc
0: and what does year two look like for you
6: well like i said we're making up as we go along
1: (laughs) (laughs) pierce victoria thank you very much lovely to see you both again
6: thank you very much thanks
2: the P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the Pea
1: pod Susie enjoys her new writing cabin and the flowers in her garden for this week's Wild Walk. That's the
3: panting of a dog. It's too hot. Rebecca, good girl. If we sound unusually confined, it's because Rain and I have come inside my new writing cabin which is incredibly exciting but the reason i'm here is i'm hiding from the wind because i tried to get the first cuckoo of a wild walk for you in durford wood because it was so hot today and beautifully shady there and right at the end finally the cuckoo made a sort of distant rather pathetic cuckoo Uh, but the wind was just so awful it was inaudible when i played it back so that was all hopeless, so I decided I'd come back. But I hope you can hear that, that it's still very windy, even in our back garden. But I thought for a change I'd be here. And, and then I was foiled then as well because I was going to walk round and describe to you the wonders of um, having all the bees. We put in so many pollinators and so on. And I'm really happy to say that after my last worry about all the gorse, that at least in our garden, um, the foxgloves are up now and roses coming, not that they're particularly bothered about that, but there's one particular, almost a wild honeysuckle that they absolutely adore, and an azalea. So it really does, my heart sings when I see that. And so many hoverflies and so on so i'm in the log cabin what i was hoping to do was move the old writing shed like a viking ship and just sort of roll it into a slightly different position um because as you know i've occasionally oops what have you seen ah there's a raiding squirrel coming through we can't have that so i was going to roll the shed round so that it was a narrower profile from the house and also in the summer the sun blazes through the old shed windows so um so there we are and uh there's a walk for ukraine but that if you're hearing this for the first time on friday that will just be um just tomorrow and that's at Hogsmoor enclosure and, uh, and Richard's just come home, actually. I said it was a very large squirrel. But it was actually Richard who's come to put my desk up. So all in all, it's a bit of a strange wild walk this week. Um, but next week, I'm going to be talking much, much more about my memories of the 50s. So that's what I'll be doing. Well, that was... Slightly shambolic, but as I was walking back up to the house, um, I thought I'd say how absolutely lovely pear leaves are. They're just such a beautiful shape that reminds me of a quince. I suppose a quince is a giant pear. But the sun's just coming through and their heart shape is beautiful. And when we went to Stedham the other week, I bought for charity some sweet peas and they're actually starting to flower The one called Beaujolais is flowering anyway. Um, Pluto isn't. And neither is the other one. What what on earth is that one? I can't even read it. Thrower. I suppose that's a Percy thrower one. So Percy thrower is being naughty and not coming out yet. But this year also, the delphinium has got, I think, about 14 spikes on it. And I stupidly planted it right next to a rose because... Normally, my delphiniums get eaten alive. Oh, and there's a sort of spotty butterfly on it. In my usual fashion, I don't know what it is. I could say it's a tortoise shell, but that's a complete lie. I don't know, but it's that sort of butterfly. And at last, the rose arch that I planted um, a couple of years ago is beginning to look more like a rose arch and just less like a lump of iron. So that's good, and I love just letting foxgloves and so on let rip. So they're randomly have come up in very strange places, but I don't care. Um, right, come on, let's go in. And I'm just passing that honeysuckle that I mentioned is absolutely full of bees, and it's one of those very, very almost citrus-smelling and very, very pale yellow honeysuckles that you see a lot in Cornwall it's not just things like hollyhocks reminding me but things like that reminding me of going to paint in Cornwall and so so much even within a garden let alone on a walk is about
0: memory have a lovely week Coming up, we meet one of the deer
1: rangers on the farm and bring you our latest what's-on guide. Before that, let's meet Becky Harris. Becky is involved in the educational aspect at Sky Park Farm.
0: And with sustainable farming practices being at the forefront of the farm's ethos, let's find out more. Hello, Becky, how are you?
7: Hello, I'm good, thank you.
0: Now, tell us more.
7: So here at Sky Park Farm, we are starting to develop our education programme. Still in its uh, infancy, Um, we started probably the beginning sort of of this year just after christmas holding uh, group events groups contacting us asking if they could come to the farm for educational visits to learn a bit more about the deer about how we farm our deer uh, we've also had a few groups come in who want to know more about sustainability teaching children about sourcing their food locally but also seasonally um, so we've worked on that with some um, groups of children too So the educational side of things
1: is new here. What sort of things do you talk about? I mean, obviously there's the farm here and you mentioned the children's visits. So it's open to anybody who's interested.
7: It is, yes. We've had groups from three and four-year-olds all the way up to people who are in their more senior years. We've had uh, WI, a group of WI ladies that actually myself and Lily went out to visit in uh, their community centre where they meet. um, Last month, we've also had the U3A, uh, University of the Third Age group, come in. They wanted to know about They were a cooking group, so they wanted to know more about the venison and what we use our venison for. Um, But yeah, it can be any age. Um, Myself and Lily, um, one of the rangers, will tailor the programme based on what age group we have and also what their focus is and what they're learning about at the moment.
0: So, do you take them out into the fields?
7: We do, yes. We normally start off with a talk uh, in the deer hub, uh, talk about what we do here, um, what kind of deer we have here, because we have three different types of deer here on the farm. So we tell people about the differences between them and then we go out into the park and we feed the deer.
1: So is this something that you can expand on, you're hoping to expand on as the months and years go by here to do workshops and things like that?
7: Yes, definitely. And I think there's, you know, more scope for us to, to, again, further tailor into the different areas of curriculum. So looking at the different year groups um, in terms of the children's education and what they're learning about in their topic so that we can tailor sessions to meet their specific needs. Um, and, yeah, it's something we'd like to grow at the farm.
0: Now, is this open to... to local schools as well
7: yes it is um at the moment as i said before we've only had schools contact us um they've asked uh, do is it something we do um but yeah we'd like to roll out a program you know where we are actually contacting schools saying this is what we offer we're here and uh come and learn more about deer what's the most
1: exciting thing that people learn about when they come here
7: uh i think For the children, one of the things they find the most fascinating is antlers and uh, the growth in antlers, Um, also that deer uh, shed their antlers every year, that's been quite fascinating for children. Uh, They also like discovering what it is that the deer eat Um, and we do kind of cater to the sensory needs for children, we'll actually have some of the food in the session so they can smell it, they can touch it. some of them have asked can they taste it but no we kind of you know tend to deter that idea um and yeah i think they're the the most things that people find interesting also the different types of deer um people are quite fascinated to know that there are that many different species of deer that you can actually find in in the uk well
0: right, i've got a question for you then so 18 months ago i uh, my car was written off by a deer over harting hill what type of deer was that do you think? Well, it could have been a, a
7: number. Uh, so we have a lot of monk jack deer that are um, roaming in the fields, right. uh, wild. There's also fallow deer. Could have been a roe deer. It may even have been a red deer. So it could have... It, was it large?
0: Well, large enough <laughs> to write my car off, yeah. It
1: was An unfortunate deer.
0: <laughs> unfortunate deer. <laughs> yes, I said oh dear a number of times. <laughs> but yes, I don't know actually. It was... Well, it was wet. Mm. Um, but it was brownish dark brown there
7: you go most of them are are brown some have
1: different (laughs) colourings maybe you can take advantage of the educational uh, (laughs) aspects here at the farm (laughs) job so I suppose the workshops can also be seasonal then is that something that you're you're taking on board
7: yes it is and um, we've definitely talked about with um, some of the groups of children this The interest and the importance of um, sourcing your food seasonally, as well, um, so that you know we can get in this country. We can get strawberries all year round, but that doesn't mean that they've actually been grown in this country. Um, And actually, educating children um, about that: if we buy those types of foods, when is the best time in the year to buy them? Also, for us, about the deer as well. um, You know, when what happens in the deer's life cycle through the seasons as well. So, at the moment, we are in uh, the prime time for all our babies to be born we are seeing calves arriving daily now um, but also then thinking about the winter and how lily's workload and the ranger's workload increases during the winter and how that changes for um the farm management during the year as well that that goes in a cycle and educating people about that too
0: becky thank you very much for answering especially my question because it's been the bane of my life for the last 18 months um, but uh, it sounds really interesting and i think seriously i think it would be i think it's Really important that people do come and visit. I could say for me, the there should be the seasons for the food. There should be only the strawberries in for, for two, three months. Because when you taste that strawberry for the first time, if you haven't had one for months, it is the nicest taste. Mm-hmm. And it's like with all the the local fruit and veg. But Becky, thank you very much indeed. And yeah,
1: brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, Becky. The Peapod Events Guide: What's on in the Petersphere? This coming Saturday, the 28th of May, sees a Jubilee clean-up in town, organised by the Petersfield Society from 9am until 12 noon. If you'd like to help spruce up the town ahead of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations, save the date and go to Petersfield Society website for more details.
0: And the Cinderella Panto continues. The Phoenix Players production is taking place at the Phoenix Theatre and Arts Centre in Borden. And while it's not Panto season, why not? More details and how to book tickets can be found on the theatre's website.
1: There's a Pounds for Hounds walk starting on Wednesday the 1st of June, organised by Hounds for Heroes. Why not celebrate the Jubilee with a 70-mile charity walk during the month of June? Email inquiries at houndsforheroes.com for more information. And don't forget the Peacefield Spring Festival takes
0: place from June the 1st until the 3rd of June with food, drink and music in the square. Come along and join in the jubilations.
1: If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. You can choose from a selection of great programmes which are available to listen to on demand or tune in to the brighter mix of music, local news and weather.
0: There's a new episode of Talking Books to now listen to. In this edition, Susan and Tim O'Kelly interview author David Pennell about his crime
1: novels. To find out more and to listen to talking books as well as other programmes, tune into shineradio.uk 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If
2: you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk.
0: There are a number of different types of deer here at Sky Park Farm, and as the UK's largest wildland mammal, there are quite a few
1: of them around us now. Lily Twigger works at the farm as a young farm ranger, and it's a busy time of year as it's the start of carving season. Hi, Lily. Hi. So how long have you worked here at Sky Park Farm as a ranger? Um, So I've been here
8: 18 months now, and I'm a team of um, three rangers, rangers. I'm the only female ranger, along with um, Dom and Craig, who also work with me here. It must be a lovely place to work here. Yeah, no, it's really, really lovely, and we're in a beautiful setting and area. Um, So I've come from mid-Wales, so it's, um, yeah, it's very different, but it's really nice, really nice.
1: So were you doing a similar thing in Wales? So I did a two-year college course in land and
8: wildlife management, Um, come from a gamekeeping background and family, um, and moved down here for the job. And what
0: do you like most about the job?
8: Um, I think it's just the opportunities and how varied my days are Um, I enjoy having like the public side here you you never really know no days the same the deer there's always things changing the antlers and the calves and moving deer around it's yeah it's just really amazing and just being outside all the time is just great and
0: I suppose this time of year with the sun out it's it's a lovely place
8: to work
1: yeah no it is when it's raining, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned there's a number of different varieties of deer here. What, what varieties do you have here on the farm? So, on the farm, we've got about just over 200 um, deer
8: overall. And then we've got red deer, um, white red deer, and then seeker deer. Um, and those are the three three that we've got here. But red de- the white reds are just the same as the reds, just a different genetic line. Okay,
1: so what's the white aspect
8: then? Uh, it's called... Um, leucism or leucistic so it's just like you having different coloured hamsters or rabbits it's just within their breed okay
1: and how many calves are you expecting to have this season
8: um so last season we had 85 and this year we've got one more group so we're thinking about 90 to 100 um calves and so far we've had five in the last couple of days oh, lovely
0: and what's the long-term plan with the deer So they're born do they stay here what, what they
8: so most um most of our calves will go into the shed in the winter and then the boys and girls will be split up into different groups so venison is most of our venison is for the boys the girls will stay on site and we'll we'll use them for educational purposes Um, we also would like to try and get different species here to educate people so that when we have deer courses people can see the different species and it makes their courses slightly easier for them Um, and we've also got parkland up the road which is um where we would take our venison from so we've got both different purposes here on site which is really good for public reasons and will you be looking to get any more
0: types of deer in yeah eventually
8: st- that's that's our plan um, to start off with and to graze the ground down when we first moved in on the farm the red deer were the best were the best option for us um, and because the ground used to be used as a deer park years and years and years ago um, it's really
1: nice to be able to bring them back onto the ground now Lily, you're involved with the educational aspect at the farm here as well, like Becky mentioned. Do people actually get allowed to get up close with the deer
4: here?
8: Yeah, so we've got paddocks um, of all the different deer and most of ours, most of the deer here will now come up and hand feed and are really interested in the public. Um, yeah, and we've got feeding area where they, the deer will come over if they want to. Um,
1: yeah, there's, there's enough deer here for everybody to have a feed of each, so yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite aspect of working here, doing the job that you do? Um, I think it's just being a female in the industry.
8: It's really given me a chance to kind of grow and just be, be part of a big team, but also have that time to learn and just, just develop. Um, and come in, this is my first proper job coming from a, out of college, so it's, yeah, it's just an amazing opportunity. And what's, what's the hardest aspect of your job? The rain. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, it's very physical, yeah. very physical job, and um, the winter and moving deer food around, um, and I suppose the size of the animals, um, it's all very, very hands-on.
0: And obviously, you get quite close to the animals, and so, so you obviously get very close to the animals. And it's, um, you say, it's about two hundred. When something was to happen to the deer, illness, to die, how does that affect you and the team?
8: Um, so I guess they, they are part of the team and you, you're with them every single day so it, it is, it's hard um, but I think you get both aspects of it where you see like at the moment the calves are coming out and it's just yeah I think to see a calf coming out but then something maybe to go wrong with the mother that's, that's the hardest part um, and you're just trying to do your best every day and you've got the nature of the, like, the elements of the weather and um, yeah it's tricky it's tricky but um, at the moment we've had it's been a success so, for you looking forward to the future here at the farm, what would you like to see happen? Um, so, I'd really like to carry on the educational side of it and have a lot more school visits um, and be able to just pass on kind of my knowledge and Becky's knowledge and just, yeah, get as many people through and educate them about the venison and the deer um, as possible. Because for, for me, that's, that's the main thing, I think.
1: Brilliant. Lily, it's been lovely to talk to you. Thank, Thank you very you. much.
2: The P stands for Petersfield.
1: I think it's an amazing place to live.
2: The Peapod.
0: pod And that's it for this week's Peapod. pod Thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks also to Pierce and Victoria Noonan, Becky Harris, Lily Twigger, John Walker and Susie Wilde, as well as to the Dear Shine Radio team who support the show and help to put it together.
0: That was painful, Claire. <laughs> we end this week's Peapod pod with music from Alice Milburn and her song, Dreaming
1: so from Joff and I this week bye
4: Bye. Dreaming Leave it all behind Cause I'm hoping I'll figure it out this time And now every time it happens So real, I'm lost within a world that's mine It's mine Until the flashbacks start again Until the flashbacks start again Oh day
5: 1950s in Petersfield and look at us sitting around drinking bovril and waiting for some cool cat to invent Shine Radio It's so boring without that Quite, but hold it in Mrs because when they do it'll be thoroughly modern and made of formica probably
3: This summer Shine Radio turns back the clock to the 1950s We'll be sharing stories from the Petersfield archives and your own memories, reliving the music of the time, and we'll be live at Petersfield's Platinum Jubilee Fair in June. Do get in touch if you have a recollection of Petersfield in the 50s and stand by for a summer of Petersfield memories only on Petersfield's Shine Radio.
5: Too right.
4: We'll be having a blast. Quite so. It's the word from the bird, daddy-o. Oh, shush.